Kirsty Bedford talks to luxury travel company Abercrombie & Kent and their Africa guru, Patrick Clementson. A safari enthusiast, Patrick has spent more than 25 years exploring magical Africa and he tells Kirsty what makes it such a bucket list destination. Welcome to the show, Pat. Thanks, Kirsty. Pleasure to, pleasure to join you today. How did you come to work and travel and um, also specifically for Abercrombie and Kent? Well, I actually ended up working travel as a little bit of an accident. Wanted to be an aircraft engineer. My maths was okay, but probably not quite good enough. But um, had decided, in the end, had planned a trip to the US, and this is back going in the mid '90s, and had really enjoyed that. And I'd always loved Africa as a kid, and had pictures of leopards and lions on my on my wall. Um, did a travel course, and then actually couldn't find a job at the time because everyone wanted someone with experience. So I ended up doing uh, work experience at a travel agent for five bucks a day. Um, and I did that for a few months, which gave me the sort of experience to when a, a job actually came up to as, a, as the office junior at an African specialist, I managed to get, get the job, which was great. And that kind of led me into selling Africa, which, which was a great, great introduction so that I could sort of learn from the bottom up. And so with Abercrombie and Kent in your role there, you've just come back from Africa. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm the product manager for Africa um, and also the Middle East, but I get to travel to Africa usually quite regularly, at least once a year, to get over and check out lodges and attend trade shows. So there was a luxury trade show in Cape Town uh, that happens annually uh, called We Are Africa, where, where sort of all the African operators um, are there to, to talk about new products, give product updates and learn about trends and, and what's happening in Africa. So um, I headed to South Africa, spent three weeks there checking out a lot of lodges and, and attending that trade show as well. And tell us a bit about, uh, before we get into all of the incredible places that you were visiting um, while you were in Africa, why you think Africa appeals to people as a bucket list destination? Look, I think Africa is one of those destinations, I think obviously the animals, and like back when I was a, a kid loving the, the nature documentaries, people have seen those documentaries, and, and I think getting over to uh, a destination that, and seeing a lion in the wild, for, ex- uh, for, for example, is just has that sort of real allure, and, and it is amazing to get to these wilderness places that haven't changed for thousands of years, and, and that, that's what I definitely think is one of the... the the, the real bucket list attractions of Africa. And you've also got the people as well, which is totally underestimated. The African people are, are, are lovely, welcoming people. And, and that's often something that when people come back from visiting Africa that they didn't necessarily think about, but it's it's certainly something that really has a, a, a big effect on people when you're over there. So are those some of those sort of local immersion experiences, authentic sort of experiences, things that people are increasingly wanting to do now? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those things that's, that can be a little bit difficult in that, um, like, we you do need to make sure that it's not, that it is an authentic visit, um, that you're going to somewhere that's that's not set up for people and not, not just aimed at tourists, uh, and that's something that we're very conscious about. But there's definitely interest to, for people to go and see some of the, the, the local people and immerse themselves into to how they live and learn about them because that's certainly something that... That, um, that that's of interest that what people want to do and, and experience for sure. Tell us a bit about what were some of the experiences that you had uh, that you know people can do some some of the more unique experiences. 
Um, look, I mean, some of the things in Africa that obviously getting out on game drives is a real highlight and doing, um, which is your traditional safari, but also like getting out on foot and doing walking safaris, canoeing safaris, things that people haven't necessarily thought about. Um, I was very lucky on my recent trip to experience a, a place in South Africa uh, called Swalu Kalahari, which is considered the green Kalahari. It's at the southern end of the Kalahari Desert. Um, it's an amazing area, and this particular this particular um, area is uh, it's the largest game reserve, private game reserve in South Africa. And so here you're seeing different different types of lions. They've got amazing Kalahari black mane lion. You've got cheetah. You've also got some of the bucket list safari animals, which people, if they haven't been on safari, have not necessarily heard about. And great for people who've been to Africa a few times, such as pangolin, which is actually the, the largest, the most trafficked um, animal in the world, uh, and aardvark, which are very, very hard to see. But in this area, if you go out late, you do have the best chances of, of seeing them. Um, they also had uh, a, a really unique experience in that they actually have a Michelin star um, restaurant on their property which is something that's that's very very new to the safari industry um, it's getting a lot of a lot of buzz in in South Africa especially um, it's their first Michelin starred chef uh, who's created this restaurant and the experience was was phenomenal and and everyone who stays at this particular lodge does get to do this once during their visit Amazing. That's uh, that certainly adds adds another element to it, doesn't it? And is that how you see sort of safaris stays are obviously changing, and uh, that's what people are sort of seeking more of is having more of a luxury experience as well as being able to go on safari, going out all day on safari, seeing incredible wildlife, interacting with the local culture, and then going back and staying in a beautiful uh, lodge with a Michelin starred restaurant. Um, look, I mean that's probably. Yeah, I mean the 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 level of accommodation has definitely um, gone up a notch in the last probably five to ten years in Africa. Um, but we we do see a real mix of, of guests who want that throughout this day, but also are happy to 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 do glamping experiences as well, so under canvas um, and mix it up and 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 stay in a real sort of a, a variety of different types of accommodation. Um, and again, from food levels, yeah, the the food is going to from tasting menus in camps but also some really good home cooked style food as well so um i mean i guess it, it depends on on the guests it depends what people want to do but a real mix is as you go through a different itinerary to experience and get that local flavor and try local food as well um, throughout the itinerary what are some of the other places that you can go to uh, if you if you had africa on your bucket list and experiences that you can have sort of in very specific places Oh, look, I think the best place to start off with, if, if you've never been to Africa, the, the iconic African experience is to head up to East Africa where, you, where you've got the Maasai Mara in Kenya, the Serengeti in Tanzania. Um, that's where you've got those real iconic places and people, if they've seen the movie out of Africa, it's those wide open plains um, with acacia trees and, and that's, that's, that's the perfect place to start. And it's primarily centred around game viewing by vehicle up there. But then I also like to talk to people about what they want to do and what type of experiences they want to do because you can also get off a vehicle and do some fantastic walking safaris and Zambia and Zimbabwe are the home of those walking safaris out with a guide actually experiencing the bush and getting to really, really back to basics and, and being part of nature. And a guide once described that type of experience as 
giving me the analogy of the going on safari by foot on a walking safari is like reading a book versus the game drive is like watching the movie and and that really that really hit home and when you go out on foot because you're not literally walking up to lines you're looking at the tracks you're looking at the dung you're looking at who's been here who's been through this area and and the plants and and it's a really fascinating experience but also getting out on the rivers as well by canoe or boats or by Makoro, which is the dugout canoes in Botswana. So, I mean, that's the thing with Africa. There are so many different places, so many little nuances to the, between the different areas that, that that's why it's great to sort of get a feel for what people want to do. Is it just pure game viewing by vehicle that you want to do, or are they open to really experiencing the destination and, and sort of um, doing different things? And, and what is it? Uh, else, uh, what else is it about um, Zambia specifically that really sort of uh, captivates you? Oh, I think the guiding is is a, is a real highlight there. I mean, the guides are very well trained. Um, and again, the different places that you can go. The South Luangwa National Park in Zambia is probably my favourite national park. One of the best parks to see leopard, which again are, the, are one of the most elusive animals that you can see on safari, but one of the most beautiful. Um, and you can do night drives there, you can do walking safaris there. It's the flexibility of activities that you can do there. But you've also got the Lower Zambezi, which is only just over an hour, hour and a half light aircraft flight from, from there, where you have the, the beautiful big expanse of the Zambezi River where you can get out on a canoe, you can get out um, on a boat, you can do some fishing for tiger fish. And also, as well as doing open four-wheel drive vehicle safaris as well. So you d- it's just that variety of experience. So you can easily have quite a few nights at a particular camp there because there's so much to do. Great. Thank you so much for that. It's a, certainly a, a fascinating part of the world to talk about. How can people get hold of you if they want to talk to you about a, their African bucket list adventure? Uh, well, I'm an, at Abercrombie and Kent, Australia. So... Um, via our website um, abercrombieandkent.com.au is probably the best place to start and they can, they can come through and contact us via there. Thanks for your time today, Pat. That's all right. You're welcome. No, thank you for the opportunity. And that was Kirsty Bedford talking to Africa expert Patrick Clementson of luxury travel company Abercrombie & Kent.